0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. With a zero bullshit tolerance also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive. Because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy, welcome to your sexified life. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode. If you're new here, I'm happy to meet you. And if you're not, thank you for coming back. Today, I wanted to talk about what happens when we start healing our sexuality let me address something. Right at the beginning, there is no obligation to do that. As long as you are deeply and profoundly satisfied with what you have and what you do, there is no need to change anything. Some people have zero interest in sexuality and if this is truly who you are, that's perfect. If you're really happy with what you have, you're gracefully invited to choose another episode or maybe listen to it to share it with a friend who might need it. But As usual, you do you, you know yourself, and you know what's best. So, if that's not aligned and you don't feel the need to heal, then don't. I hate when people try to convince you you have a problem when you are perfectly satisfied with what you have. That being said, for most of us, we're not 100% satisfied. And I'd go even further and say there are a lot of us who are less than 50%. So, we start looking for answers. We buy magazines search article on the internet with very mixed results. And since this podcast is all about reclaiming thriving sex and fulfilling life, and that's what we talk about in here, I wanted to share what happens when you start healing. But first, let's define what's healing. And in my experience, this is a very broad term that includes two big parts, recovering and making better simply put from being hurt and wounded to neutral and from neutral to blissful with blissful states filled with orgasm's pleasure and the wild ride of being alive first thing first recovering from heavy trauma from abuse this type of healing requires walking the journey with someone who knows what they are doing a well trained and certified trauma specialist Someone that will not mess up with your system by re-traumatizing you. Someone who knows what they are doing. If you are a survivor and want to go deeper into your self-exploration journey, the advice I can give you is to start slow and do it with someone well-trained who have experience with trauma, for your own safety. Then there is the making better. You're good wherever you are, you just want more knowing inside there has to be more than this more pleasure more orgasms when sex just feels meh or hollow just things wanting wanting things to be different better and that's when a coach or a pleasure doctor like me can help because it's about enjoying your life more about digesting your conditioning and Realigning with what you truly want in your sex life. And I could go on and on about why it's a good idea to heal our sexuality and female sexuality on the societal level, but I'll save that for another episode. I really want this episode to be under 30 minutes, so we'll talk about that later. So let's focus on you and start talking about what happens when you start your own sexual healing. Hint when you do that. You also have others, so that's great, too. I could tell you, you will get champagne bubbles and sparkling glitter and that everything will be easy and fun and you will get tons of orgasms all day and all night and you know what would be lying. I definitely can promise a wild ride, Definitely not an easy and soft walk in the park. Get ready for peaks and valleys, because to truly heal, you will have to face your shadows. We've been told to be nice. We've been told to be pretty. We've been told to be quiet and smile. When we wanted to scream, when we wanted to run, when we wanted to sing, and when we wanted to cry. All of this is stored inside of our bodies. And to start healing, you need to face it. Not face it with boxing gloves and knife between your teeth because you're going to war. In my experience, that never goes well. That's a recipe for disaster. But knowing all the shame, the guilt, the fears, the anger, they all are stuck into your system and they want to be released. And having them stored is neither your fault nor your responsibility. It is how it is, it sucks, and now that you know it, you can change it. And also, encourage others to do the same, because it really feels good. If you remember episode 9, since emotions are just sensations given meaning by your brain, these emotions just need some space to go through your system and be released. So, you've been warned, you'll get angry, you'll get waves of sadness... And the good thing is, now you know what to do. If you want to kick, kick. If you want to run, run, scream, dance, sing, breathe, everything. Give movement to your body and gift movement to your body so that you can complete all this stress cycle and face what you have been putting under the rug for a lot of time. And again, there's nothing wrong with you if you put all of that under the rug. That's what we are trained to do. When you start doing all of that, you start feeling the emotions with a depth that wasn't accessible before, since all of those stress cycles that had not been completed were just stuck energy in the middle. So yeah, the emotions can come up really strong. and. You also know what to do with them. You're not afraid to feel them anymore because this sadness that may feel overwhelming, you just know that if you cry a little bit or a lot, it will get released. Not saying it won't come back because if we have stored in our systems waves and waves and waves of sadness, misogyny, and everything, of course it will come back. But in my experience, it's when you honor that do the healing, and experience the depth of what's available for you, that's when we can start to truly feel alive again. Being alive isn't feeling only the good stuff. Maybe it is for you, but from what I've seen in myself and my coaches, being alive isn't about champagne bubbles and sparkling gritters. Of course you get them, great, but it's more about feeling deep down into your bones what you are going through. Feeling deep down that you are here, that you belong here, that this experience is yours to live and you actually can choose each day how you want to live it. And yes, that doesn't mean there will not be crappy things in day that comes, but you will be okay whatever comes your way because life is messy. But to feel alive, you need to free your body from all the conditioning that has been stored in it. I really stand by that. When you start healing your sexuality, it creates the safety we crave to start to feel alive again. And that's normal because you need actually to feel safe enough to complete the stress cycle. If your body is still in a state of stress, you will not have the mental space or just space around you to run and kick and everything. You need to feel safe enough to do so. And the beauty of that is how we can actually start reconnecting to our greatest source of power, literally life-creating power. So instead of having it locked into a tiny box, when we choose to release it, we release the power of life creation, literal No wonder we feel more alive when we are reconnected and reconnecting to life creation itself. When you release that power as well, you get your creativity back, inspiration, joy to create, joy to give birth to anything amazing around you. You realize you are here to express yourself in whatever shape or form feels good. Not to stay quiet and smile when you want to scream and, you know, follow some guidelines that are just detrimental to who you truly are. I'm not saying this is going to be easy and I would definitely say it's going to be hard because we're still in the process to help everyone reclaim their right to have that. But, you know, everything around is still a little bit heavy and dense and consistent with what we have done and what has been done forever. But when you do that, you do yourself a favor and to all the people around you as well. So when you get ready for this wild ride, reclaiming your creativity, your life force and getting all of the shit that has been in the shadows for a long time out, if you choose to focus on your sexuality, you also get more pleasure. I'm not sure I've done an entire episode on this, but I'm sure I already said we cannot numb ourselves selectively. If we've been pushing down the anger, the sadness, the disgust, the shame under the rug. In the end, the numbness becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and we end up totally numb on autopilot. And When we feel numb, we have no idea what feels pleasurable anymore, let alone enjoy a thriving sex life. And even worse, I would dare to say that the more and more we numb ourselves, the more and more we start hating ourselves to still feel something. And that kind of sucks. And if you're there, no judgment. I've been there, so many of us have been there and are still in. It's okay. Now that you know it, you can start changing it. The good thing about emotional release and working with pleasure is that it works both ways. When you gift yourself pleasure, it creates safety in your system so you can process and complete your stress cycles. And when you complete the stress cycles, you gift yourself more inner space to experience more pleasure because there are less tensions uh, stored into your body. So it's a win-win. If you needed another reason to focus on your pleasure, whether it's a sensual pleasure, whether it's a food pleasure, any type of pleasure that feel good into your system, then you have it. Consider this as my activist thing we need more pleasure. We need more pleasure. And as I'm saying this, I'm picturing all the strikes and manifestations we have in France right now about the retirement system where people are yelling and I would be like, we need more pleasure. Okay, back to the topic. Let's not forget this obvious thing. When you start healing your sexuality, you start feeling good again. You start having orgasms again. Maybe it's again and maybe it's for the first time and you learn how to ride the waves of pleasure. You start having a sexuality that feels nourishing and feeling instead of draining and tiring. You reclaim pleasure and the many flavors of pleasure. You reclaim your whole orgasm buffet and how it makes you feel good. And personally, just getting access to this was so worth it. I'm definitely not healed. Are we ever? But you know, being happy to be alive and also fill my life with pleasure. Not gonna lie, the traffic jams or smelly people in the subway, I'm having trouble finding the pleasure in that. But you know, just feeling pleasure, more pleasure into your life is definitely worth it. You deserve it. And the good thing is, when you start healing, you start noticing what feels good, what doesn't, when it feels good. And when it doesn't, depending on where you are on your cycle or anything, you start noticing you have this whole pleasure palace inside of you, this endless playground of feeling good or exploring new sensations and finding new ideas. And how enjoying it fully also helps you feel alive. Because, you know, we are the only animals as in female-at-birth bodies with an organ only dedicated to pleasure. Just saying. And yes, maybe that's the sentence I say the most in this podcast. Sorry, not sorry. When you start owning this nature of pleasure, of joy, the depth of your feelings, and the depth of who you are in your emotions, one thing disappears. That's self-hate and i might be getting a little bit emotional when i say this because i ran into an old journal of mine not so long ago and i hate myself was the most frequent sentence there was written in there which kind of really is interesting and painful at the same time so if you are dealing with self-hate you are not alone self-hate is a survival mechanism to help you cope with all the pain, the emotions, the numbness. You are a smart being and you wouldn't do anything stupid, even if sometimes (laughs) we may feel we would, but... This self-hate state is a protective mechanism from the emotions, from the pain, from the story, from the traumas. Some kind of an uncomfortable comfort zone that's making you feel like shit and go forward one day after another and without feeling anything in total states of gray and autopilot. I would even go forward and say that this self-hate state is a way for your system to start to continue, sorry, feeling again when you've been so numb from everything and so much on autopilot is in 52 shades of gray, not the sexy way. (laughs) This is a way for your system to still feel alive because it feels something even if it feels like shit and when you start feeling again when you release the stress cycle when you reconnect to your sense of being alive to your pleasure to everything the mechanism loses its grip on you because you don't need it anymore because you have the tools you are able to face what is coming your way you don't need to take force from Feeling bad about yourself, you notice that your strength comes from inside, and how it is much more powerful than what you got from from self hate. You don't need to hurt yourself to go forward. You start walking, and I'm not saying this inner bad self talk will disappear forever. Especially since it has been here for a long time. And truth to be told, I'm not even sure it can disappear forever, but. This feeling of hating yourself, your life, and everything else will disappear. I promise. Maybe not instantly, but it will. And the good thing is, in my experience, when it does, it creates space to show yourself as who you truly are. You know the cliche that says, at our essence, we're pure love, blah, 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 blah or maybe universal consciousness, or anything that feels the most appealing to you, or all of them. When you release self-hate, you get in contact with this, with your loving capacity towards yourself and towards others. So you start radiating, radiating the journey you've gone through, radiating the pleasure you have, radiating the love you have, the love you are. And this kind of brilliance and gradients make people go, Wow, what happened to you? Or, Wow, I don't know what she has, but I want that. <laughs> and if you want to tell them that you've been massaging your breast and becoming friends again with your pussy, please do. Or maybe just wink and say, I just started healing. Or anything else that you want to say. Thank you for doing this. If you found this episode interesting, feel free to share it with a loved one and if you want to learn more about the first steps of your sexual healing, you can download my ebook Essence, available in the show notes, where I share with you the beginning of the journey to truly start feeling alive again. If you want to support the show and help people discover the sexified life magic, consider subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate it on Spotify by clicking on the star rating. If you want to go deeper with your sexual healing in a one-on-one coaching journey with me, you can send me an email at hello at sexifylife.com or an DM on Instagram at with Dr. Fanny. I'd be delighted to meet you. And until next time, stay sexy.